Hey, what is happening? Uh, my name is Jamel Tony. Hey, everyone. I'm Lakeisha, and welcome to Progressively Becoming. Y'all, Jamel Ooh. just been running a marathon here. Y'all, I'm sorry. Y'all should have seen him running around in here with the seconds counting down. It was hilarious. That's Ooh. why he out of breath. But anyway, Ooh. thank y'all for joining another i need to get back to the gym conversation <laughs> welcome 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 thank y'all so much for joining us tonight for another conversation i'm lakeisha and this is out of breath jamel out of breath jamel uh good evening to all of you for those of you that are watching on youtube and on facebook what is happening to all of you uh those of you that will be listening to our podcast when it drops which will be after the live uh sh the live sh recording um youtube i'm sorry google google um take, take a so, no yeah. no i got this i got this google iHeartRadio, apple podcast and spotify that's it you can go ahead and catch us on one of those platforms open up the app phone on your store search for any one of those apps go ahead and download it uh search progressively becoming in the search bar and we will come up and welcome to all of you that is watching on our website as well streaming live as we speak on www.progressivelybecoming.com what is happening to all of y'all yes yes rj we everywhere and <laughs> as you are getting on as always make sure you like comment and share and let someone know pb is on now we are in the building and every tuesday right here at 7 p.m sharp before we begin, and we are going to have a really uh, important conversation today. But before we begin, I need to make note um, that the New York Jets, we won um, on Sunday. Um, and we will be winning next Sunday as well. So, here's what we're going to do. From now until we win the Super Bowl, oh, um, every Tuesday, I will have some form of Jets um, gear on to celebrate <laughs> Uh, the soon and very soon resurrection of our New York Jets. J E T S. They are coming to be champs. <laughs> oh, soon. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, we pray for the Jets because I, I don't want to see the fallout if they if, if it doesn't happen. So anyway, so you good now? I'm good. Thanks. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, don't forget Thursday morning devotion, uh, 6 a.m. Right here. We'll be live 6 a.m. So make sure you tell someone about morning devotions. We'll be here praying with you, praying for you. 6 a.m. Don't miss it. 6 a.m. morning devotion. Um, so we have been announcing for a few weeks our coat and clothing drive. We are still taking donations. We have a few more days uh, up until December 1st. So if you haven't already, let us know that you would like to donate. You can text 855-997-3031. We will be doing our uh, coat and clothing giveaway December 17th in Camden, New Jersey. Those of you had that um, advisors that you wanted to volunteer, we thank y'all so much. We appreciate you. Um, and we thank you in advance. Uh, so if you have anything, text us 
Three, two, one. That's what's up. Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Sunday Exchange, the ministry that God has allowed my wife and I to launch. Um, we are extremely excited to share with you um, that Jesus Christ is Lord. We believe that from the bottom of my heart. And we want to tell this dying world um, that regardless of whatever they may find themselves in, because of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. There will always be an exchange in your life. Uh, so Sunday morning, um, the Sunday exchange, um, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, streaming on all of your platforms. You can also go over to our website, www.theplaceofexchange.com, and you can watch us live there as well. Continue to pray for us as we pray for you. And that the old mothers used to say, pray our strength in the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Donna, I see you on... Thank you for joining. Yeah, that's my girl, Donna. I haven't seen her in a while, but uh, Donna, good seeing you on. Great seeing you, great seeing you. That's my sister Perry, y'all. That's my sister Perry. Um, so, last week, we uh, last week we had a conversation talking about relationships. Uh, as you guys know, for the last few weeks, we have been talking about relationships. Last week was relationship balance um we thank y'all for working with us through that uh episode was a little tough in the beginning but we worked it out thank god but we will have christ and aubrey back on um in the next coming weeks to have a different conversation so we will be bringing them back on because we know that they have something great and valuable to share with us so so tonight's conversation, uh, -huh. uh we we're going to dive into it because we don't have much time, and we really want to get to all of the content and questions uh, that we want to ask. So again, if you haven't liked, comment, and share, you go ahead and do that now. Uh, let me put a disclaimer. Um, tonight's conversation, um, please do not afterwards inbox us or text us, um, <laughs> because we don't know where this conversation is going to go. From the inception of progressively becoming, which is. Uh, PB what is designed uh, to help people uh, find the purpose and the intention behind their existence. God created you for a reason and a purpose um, and progressively was becoming to address the many areas of our lives and our finances, our resources, um, our character, our relationships, um, our our um our uh resources our time and our money um discuss every area of purpose that god has for us mm -hmm. this particular month we are focusing on the area of relationships god has a plan for my relationships can somebody just throw that in the chat god has a plan for my relationships mm -hmm. um not just your intimate relationships right. but your um but your relationships with your co-workers right. your relationships um with your family members your children your friends your acquaintances mm -hmm. um you know those complicated relationships um there's a purpose behind all of that and this month we have decided to talk about uh what's god's design for relationships one of the things I've learned is this, is that sometimes we must have a difficult conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know how we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we have to have difficult conversations. Um, and sometimes growth um, is possible uh, when you decide, hey, I need to have a difficult conversation. And tonight is going to be difficult kind of, it's going to be a difficult conversation because we're going to talk about those taboo areas and topics right. of relationship that many of us don't want to talk about right. it's crazy how we can see something happening mm -hmm. we can see the impact something has on our lives 
And yet, because we're uncomfortable, mm -hmm. we refuse to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um. And then also, yeah, as we're going along, when we start asking questions, we want y'all to be honest and, you know, put what y'all think and how y'all feel when we ask those questions. So we want some participation when we get to those taboo questions. Yeah. So, yeah. Taboo is a subject, word, or action that is avoided for religious or social reasons. Okay. In many regards, it means forbidden. Yeah. There are four major types of taboo. So they name the religious taboos, mm -hmm. social taboos, legal taboos, and sexual taboos. <laughs> We're going to talk about it all today. We're talking about it all <laughs> on the PB. Yeah. Um. So if you you know if you turn on your TV these days, you can flip through the channels and you find like a wide variety of characters or subjects being discussed. Mm -hmm. On one channel, you may find like the reality shows about tattoo shops. And um, it's why the customers, while another might feature like a frank or humorous discussion about sex. So you may have the, the like the tattoo show, I think it's like Black Ink or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that comes on. Yeah. And then you'll have the other ones that have discussions about sex. Yeah. In the 21st century, so these shows wouldn't seem at all strange. However, long ago, these sub t such topics was taboo. You was not able to show these type of things on TV. You was not able to talk about it. You wasn't able to question it. It was just forbidden. It was, yeah. Um, I can remember one of my favorite sitcoms was The Honeymooners. Mm. I love The Honeymooners. Yeah, like, you know, the, the Honeymooners uh, was my show that I watched. Um, some of you may be thinking, well, you too young to be... So I wasn't watching it live, right? It had, you know, I was watching the reruns of The Honeymooners. Well, I wasn't watching it live either. Now, you know. That you. was in black and white. Now, you know you was back then. Boy, but... Now, you know <laughs> you was born back then. I was not born when The Honeymooners was You know you was born back then. You watch, she watched the premiere. So... <laughs> And I never forget, I was watching this one particular episode of The Honeymooners. And um, <laughs> it showed them sleeping in different beds. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, aren't they married? Why isn't that they can't share mm -hmm. the same bed? But it was, in that time, it was a topic in area of discussion as it relates to intimacy and sex and right. public discussion displays of affection right. that was just not being shown right. um but now in the 21st century and where we are now there's so much uh, uh back in the day the 60s the 70s the 80s uh you could not have the bachelor or the bachelorette on tv Mm -hmm. it, it, it was taboo there right. were certain things uh that you did not that the networks decided not to put on certain right. curse words. Well, you can curse on TV. You can curse on TV oh, at no. all. Yeah. Now it's a free for all. It's a free for it's all. Free for all. <laughs> and all that I remember, you if you saw like public displays of affection, it yeah. was more like just a hug or something. Yeah. But all that kissing yeah. and mm -mm, you ain't see Ralph and um what was her name from the honeymoon? Oh my God, what was it, Ralph and uh? Oh Jesus. Oh my. Oh, somebody help no, me out. Ralph Norton. Trixie, what was the wife's name? Oh my right. goodness. We forgot, but <laughs> <laughs> Alice. Alice, yeah, Alice, Alice, Alice. Alice. That's Alice. It, that's yeah, it, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and it was like you didn't see them like too much affection. Yeah. They were just it was just a hug or maybe a peck. Yeah. But 
Mm-mm, you can't do all that. It was forbidden. The classic, <laughs> thanks, Mom, Alice, uh, Kavisha, thanks. Uh, the classic definition of taboo is something that is forbidden for religious or social reasons. For instance, when we study the Hebrew Bible, the Bible identifies that eating pork um, as taboo because pork was unclean animals. Right. And some of y'all have engaged in a whole lot of unclean animals last week i know you did um but the hebrew bible um the old testament identifies that pork uh was taboo because it was identified as an unclean animal in a modern context however the word taboo is sometimes less specific and often is used to describe something that is considered socially unacceptable or even controversial mm -hmm. going back to the early example that we talked about television subjects like sex was considered off limits for television uh, because many people felt it was just way too inappropriate to discuss such things publicly mm -hmm. it's only recently that society's attitudes about these topics have changed right mm -hmm. um and let's just go there while we're going there let's just kick off and literally just jump over the edge. Um, I look at the L um the LGBTQIA community. Mm -hmm. uh, certain displays of that relationship was not permitted on television. Right. Uh, uh, not because it was you know it, it it didn't exist, but because it socially was not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Right. It is now normal to see how everyone decides to live their lives. Right. Right. um yeah right so for example like about 50 or 60 ish years ago mm -hmm. like ending a marriage yeah and divorce was considered like taboo because among other things it was perceived as undermining the family and breaking up the most valued social institution yeah and these days we hear frequently about couple divorces like divorcing after years and years of marriage. Absolutely. They've been together 20, 30 plus years and Absolutely. now they're getting divorced. Absolutely. And some of these taboo topics change based on culture and society. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And while there are certain topics that require wisdom in discussing, we believe that all topics must be addressed in some form or another. All topics have to be addressed. Here it is, what you choose not to address. Mm -hmm. Right, you fail to get an understanding of it, mm -hmm. um, and you fail to grow from that area. RJ, I completely agree with you. The standards of morals and values has become so blurred. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, we live in a society, and I think somebody said it, where practically anything goes. Anything. And goes. if if we if we see the transition, right, mm -hmm. we see this this shifting, we see this growth pattern mm -hmm. from 50, 60 years ago up until 10 years ago, up until now. Right. And it's like, I can only imagine, you know, you know, if, if we're still here, you know, 10 years from now, what would be shown on media? What would be allowed uh, to be shown on uh, media? Um, here it is. Have what we considered, this is a question. Have what we considered taboo, has it affected our growth and our advancement, right? Uh, ha have we failed to face have we failed to have difficult conversations because mm -hmm. the nature of that topic seemed out of bounds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right has our culture 
and our community suffered because we failed to address certain topics right. because it has been considered forbidden. Right, right. Now, let's just go there. The LGBTQIA community. Right. It was forbidden then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and because no one, or it wasn't as prevalent, no one openly discussed it to address it and perhaps hear from people that felt those particular feelings and was involved in that particular lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at the suicide rate, we would see how sometimes our failures to discuss certain topics have greatly impacted our community. And I'm going to say this, whether we agree with it or not, and y'all know where we stand when it, when it comes to this, but whether we agree with it or not, when it comes to the LGBTQIA community, how a person believes they are should not close the door for conversations. Right. Right? What if, what if we was more inclusive of conversations, of conversations, instead of shying away or from even judging it because we spiritually disagree? The reality is this. Jesus came for all people. And my concern is that because we, it is forbidden, whether it be in our spiritual context or in our culture context, because we consider it forbidden, right. we don't have these conversations. And because of it, our community, our communities suffer grave harm and danger because we refuse to address what is staring at us every day that we wake up. We have to have these difficult conversations mm-hmm. i agree rj our young people are suffering because right. there is no consistent direction at leadership the culture is silent we right. must right. at some point in our lives have a voice about it even if we disagree with it mm-hmm. right even if we don't like it we don't agree with the lifestyle do we not have the conversation have the conversation let's use wisdom mm-hmm. so that the generation that's coming that's that i can't even say that's coming before us them as well as the generation that we are living in now right. can feel as if they have a voice to express how they feel right regardless if we disagree or not right. open true. up the lines of communication and then we can allow the holy spirit to work through us so that we can minister to that person effectively but if there's no lines of communication because oh no 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 no, no. i don't agree with that it's forbidden we ain't gonna talk about that right what what um what benefit are we doing to our communities right, it's true i mean yeah. i like what you said donna the church has spent more time saying what you can't do yeah and yeah. it's you know it is it's, it's freedom in christ so it's yeah. like we have to address some of these things because Absolutely. i think it may have changed the course and the direction of how people Correct. you know their lives and it's like we don't we shy away from the difficult conversations Oh, we can't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it's like we say we don't want to talk about it when we don't know what to say. Yeah. We use that as our fallback. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about it. Instead of just saying, you know what? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it, a lot of times we needed to say that, like hear or hear that growing up. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't I don't have all the answers as opposed to you just shutting it down and saying, yeah. Let's just not talk about that. Because it's easier to say we don't talk about those those things instead of saying 
I don't know. Or perhaps saying, you know, I'm really uncomfortable talking, talking about, about this particular conversation mm -hmm. or this particular topic. It's easier to say, okay, well, no, we're not having that conversation. Right. And I just, I, I don't want us to fail our young people and even people that's on our same age and our same age mm -hmm. um, because we don't want to have sometimes difficult conversations so today I think, um we're going to talk about no go ahead i'm sorry I'm, ahead. I'm, that's my fault I'm no sorry. that's okay i think about like when like in my generation growing up like we didn't talk about sex mm -hmm. and like having it not having it what that means for you you know the the things you can get pregnant like and my, we didn't have like those conversations yeah and I think it was like a a, a detriment to, yeah. to my generation because yeah. you know it it, yeah. it became you became curious yeah. and you know you just went on free willy with it yeah. but because you were you didn't have those conversations to talk about sex talk yeah. about protection you know to talk about things that you should have talked mm -hmm. about but was considered taboo like we're not talking about that I remember um Bishop Watts years ago he said something about mm -hmm. how our religious context was growing up right and we heard. You know, it, it, it came from a, an older generation, Don't do it. you know, you know, that did not understand that mm. either, you know, wasn't um, learned, um, you know, the, the, some of them could not read, um, some of them did not have the education, right? And because of that, I think it's trickled down to where, okay, at some point there needs to be a generation that is learned, mm -hmm. um, that has knowledge and can say, okay, well, the previous generation couldn't talk about that. Right. Right. For whatever reason. Either uncomfortable. Um, it wasn't it, taught to it them. It wasn't taught to it them. It wasn't spoken yeah. to them. Initial of ignorance. Right. Right. But now, you know, I'm going to make myself available to have this conversation, to learn the information so that we can have the... I mean, let's look at the HIV AIDS epidemic. Mm. Um, it, 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 yeah. it was so unlearned. Unlearned. It was unlearned. It was so unlearned. And look at the the devastation that it had on our communities and again we can talk about the government and the response that government had to it and the educational you know that was being sent out but here it is I, we we must start in our communities right we have to take responsibility mm -hmm. for the epidemics and for the issues that is happening in our community somebody say i have to take responsibility in my community do what you can to help out the community in whatever sense right make yourself absolutely available mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i yeah. see that's a going thing with like some of the women posting like they yeah. didn't wasn't able to have that conversation growing up and you know it, it caused you to probably you know have sex you know early on in your life when you didn't even know what that was yeah. and you know what that entails mm -hmm. and things like that and yeah. you know some didn't have safe places that they can yeah. go to people to confide and talk and mm -hmm. say that they were having that feeling yeah. that they want to know what that is and you know like kamisha said it was like don't do it wait till you get married <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's what that's what we got don't yeah. do it wait till you yeah. get married and and sharon i i i agree with you there are some fam there are some you know family structures that had the conversation you know i remember my mom having a conversation with us about sex and you know it, it, in the conversation that i have you know i had with our sons oh no we're going to talk about sex we're going to talk about sex we're going we're gonna to talk about hiv we're going to talk about gonorrhea we're going to talk about chlamydia i'm going to show you pictures of this stuff because i want you to be aware of what's happening 
in society and what's happening in community. Right. So let's yeah. and let's be clear. Like we're not promoting you to go like have sex. No, no, no. But let's be clear. Yeah. You know. People are having it. People are having so, it. So, yeah. you know, you need to know Correct. about it. You need to know how Correct. to be safe. Correct. And you need to know what to do. Correct. And I think that was the problem. It's like, no, we don't want you to have it. And since we don't want you to have it, we're not going to talk about it because it's going to appear that we're promoting you to do it. Correct, yeah. And that's not what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Our abstinence is what we preach. It is our our number. It is what we preach. God can hold you. Hold you. He can hold you. <laughs> He gonna hold you, but what happens when you don't want to be held? <laughs> what happens when you like, Lord, let me go, let me go, Jesus. Let me do it, Lord. <laughs> Let's move on. So today we're gonna talk about it, right? Uh, uh, there are so many topics, taboo questions, and topics um, regarding relationships. A few weeks ago, I made this statement. The statement I made was there were some places um, in your heart that are only reserved for God. There were some places in your heart that is only reserved for God. The question is, do you agree right. or do you disagree uh, with that statement? Right. So do you agree that there are only that your heart, some part of your heart is only reserved for God? Mm hmm. Yeah. Do you agree with that or not? Yeah. So, for me, I think of like my heart is, it has multi, like it's multi-purpose. It's a multi okay. I got a multi-purpose heart. So, <laughs> it's like, like I, oh, I used to say to Jamel, oh, you have my whole heart, yeah. you know, and but then it's like my kids, you know, I have, they have my heart. Yeah. I have a love for them, my heart for them, my love for Jamel, my yeah. love for my mom, my, my father, my, yeah. you know, so I think it's just different facets to yeah. my heart. Mm -hmm. And there is a part of my heart that is and should only be reserved for God. Yeah. Now, has that always been the case for me? No, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be honest because I probably didn't realize or really understood what that meant. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love God. I, I'm with, but he didn't have a a whole place section off just for him yeah. in my heart. Yeah, and yeah. I could you know I could be honest and admit that. Yeah. So I think every part of your life should be given over to God, right? Like that's what we believe. God to 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 order our steps, direct our paths. Um, and when we make the comment that there's only that there, that there's a place in my heart that is while God has our whole lives, right? right? That there's a place in our heart that's only reserved for God. It means that this, 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 this place, this place, I, I cannot allow anyone to infiltrate. So, and I think one of the questions you have to ask is, well, what is our heart? What is the heart? Um, the Bible often speaks of the heart as the soul. Um, the soul um, consists of your mind, your world, and, the, and your emotions. Um, when it comes to my will, um, if God is telling me to go left, I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to go left. <laughs> I, I'm going to go left. Um, you know, when it comes to my, when it comes to my emotions, I have to make sure that my emotions are aligned, um, with God and I cannot live an emotion led life. Right. Um, you know, when it comes to my time, 
all of us have, you know, we are so busy. All of us have so much time, you know, time with work and time with our kids and, and, and time with our jobs and times with our ministries and our careers. At what, what time do you give God? So when I say there's a section of my heart that's only when it comes to my time, I know this particular time, it is only reserved for God. But I think that's good. Yeah. I think when initially, I don't know. I think initially when you think about heart, you just think about yeah. love. Correct. No. You know, with no. emotions and Absolutely. stuff like that. Absolutely. So never, never really equating it to like your soul, yeah. your your mind, your yeah. will, your emotions, yeah. all of that yeah. is what consists of your heart. It's what consists of your heart. Correct. Yeah. And, it, and, and again, God, God must be put first. Right, uh, but my wife knows I love her. I, 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 I am in love with this woman, dude. I love her completely. Yet she knows if God is telling me to go left, honey, pack your bags. We gotta go left. You know, yeah. when it comes to my my devotion and my personal time with God, hey, let's leave Jamel alone at this moment. This is a time that he's having with God. You know, let's not disturb him. You know, if somebody die, we can kill, kill nobody afterwards. This is a time that is reserved for God and for God alone. Mm -hmm. And so the question, the follow-up question with that is, um, should you share everything with those you are in relationship with? Right. Not just intimacy. Right. Should you share everything with your spouse? Right. Should you share everything uh, with your friend, should you share everything in relationships? Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So some people may believe that if you love someone, and if you love them like I truly love you, yeah. like I truly, I truly love you, y'all, y'all know I love this man. And if you have the right kind of partnership, then you should share everything. <laughs> and they believe sharing is knowing every single like, nope, nope, nope. about. <laughs> their partner but should you share everything with your partner now look i'm gonna tell you when we first got together and uh, you know in our relationship i'm like oh we gotta share i got to share everything <laughs> with jamel because it's like i feel like i'm like i don't want him not to know any part of my life or yeah. anything that's going on yeah. but as i've evolved and matured in these things mm -hmm. i realized that not everything I need to share Correct. with him. And yeah. I learned that from him, like not everything that he needs to share with me. Correct. Yeah. But I think if it's vital to yeah. me or to our relationship or something yeah. like that, then share. But not everything. I don't, I don't need to know everything. Yeah. So how do you judge what you should share and what you should not share? And this is what we've used. Here it is. Can they emotionally handle it? Some things, y'all, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and he know that about me. Like some things I... I'm just, I'm a very emotional person. Y'all that know me know that. So, and he knows me very Good. well. So some things I realized that he's not going to tell not me. not going to tell him. Because I emotionally can't, I may can't handle it at yeah. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the next thing you should ask yourself, are they mature enough in their potential response? Mm. If I share something with you, are they mature enough in their response or will they fly off the handle? That's good. Or would they do more damage than they can do good by what I told them? Can they, are they mature enough to handle the response? Yeah. Sometimes, like, when someone comes to you with something, it's okay to take a beat 
Like, take a minute. Sometimes we like to respond right away with the first thing yeah. that's coming off yeah. our tongue. But sometimes we yeah. got to think yeah. about what that person is saying before you respond. Absolutely. Like, I've learned to take a minute. And sometimes, like, Jamela asks me something, and I'll be like, you know what, just give me a second. Let, mm -hmm. me, let me just process it. Mm -hmm. Because I want to respond in a way that's not damaging or not going to make the situation worse. or Wisdom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just like, you know, you got to sometimes take a, a second. Mm -hmm. And it may not, you may not have to take like five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm. I just need a second. Let me, let me think about it for mm -hmm. a second. Yeah. Do it before I respond. Yeah. And, and th th there was, th there was sometimes that I wanted to share with you something. And I promise you, the, the Holy Spirit will be like, nope. And I would be like, God, please, nope. Nope. Because here it is. God knows her better than I do. And he knows the things that you can handle and the things that you just need to know. It may not be beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. And I remember those moments when it's like something happens and they're like, oh my God, I want to share this with you. Holy Spirit like, nope. Making me think of that movie, nope. No, yeah, so it's like I had to refrain right from sharing with you because for whatever reasons mm -hmm. and i don't know right but i wasn't released to share that information with you and some of you and this may sound cliche i'm telling you it may sound cliche mm -hmm. and you know you know we we on on pb yeah like y'all know who we are y'all know what we are based on y'all know where we come from uh but some there are mo not sometimes there are moments in your life that you literally have to use wisdom and be led and and listen, as as my wife was saying when she was listening, no, she's she's trying to get direction from God as she be like, okay, well, what what should I do with this? Mm -hmm. Right. Um. Um. Another question is seven thirty seven. Another question is, uh, will it impact what I share with you? Mm -hmm. Will it impact their view of you? Mm -hmm. That's right. It. This is more about them and not you. C can the person you share with handle? the weight of your transparency can you handle it can they handle your transparency everybody cannot handle your transparency mm -hmm. they cannot they are not spiritually emotionally uh 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 um um stable enough to handle the weight of your transparency mm -hmm. for example if i share something with you if I tell you that, hey, I am, um, we're married, right? We are. Hypothetical, right? This is hypothetical. hypothetical. <laughs> and I tell you that it's hypothetical, but it's real. Right. It's, it's, it's real. It's, it's real for somebody else, right? If I tell you, hey, you know, I'm, you know, struggling when it comes to homosexuality. Can you handle the weight of of that transparency mm, that's good because and Be because it happens in our communities right. taboo right. so do we discard it or do we talk about it? if i come to you and i tell you hey you know something i'm i'm i'm, I'm really having issues with i'm having issues with my flesh mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so does she supposed to know that and then I hear somebody I say, okay, well, take it to God, take it to God, take it to God. At, at, 
does my wife need to know some of the struggles that I'm dealing with that will impact absolutely. the relationship? Uh, absolutely. In that situation, absolutely. Yeah. And then it's just how do it will be how do I respond to that? <laughs> my RJ, mind, yeah. my mind be like, what the hell? Yeah. Like straight up, yeah. like where this come from? Yeah. But wisdom in me would say. I would ask more questions. Well, how have you? How long have you been feeling this way? Yeah. Like, have you acted on these feelings? Yeah. Do you want to act on these feelings? Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like we gonna have to. The Lord is gonna have to tell me the direction to go because sure. initially, my first thought would be like, okay, well, this ain't gonna work because if you are desiring someone else, regardless of who it is, mm -hmm. that's the problem for me. Gotcha. And I yeah. don't want to be in that type of situation. Yeah. But as far as like being there for you, mm -hmm. I would really have to really, <laughs> really, really focus my words yeah. on what to say because I don't want to damage you. Correct. Yeah. But at the same time, that ain't gonna work for me. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, so 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 these are conversations and events that's happening um almost every single day um i can't recall an issue and we got like 10 minutes and we got to go but i can't recall an issue on social media where this particular pastor went rival uh because he was engaging in same-sex relationships um he was married he had a church he had children and it wasn't completely viral um the husband and the the, the marriage stayed together um the church dissolved um you know, but it is, it is it's conversations that we so desperately need to have. What do you do in that situation where where you you need to disclose something to your spouse or you need to disclose someone that you have personal relationship with? You know, sometimes it's good to have a mediator, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it is, you know, sometimes it's good to say, hey, you know something like what we're dealing with is way over us. It's way over us. And we may need some help in this particular yeah. Right. But but it, it's important that not only do we have those difficult conversations, uh, but we have and we seek ways in which we can help ourselves and better the situation. Um, you know, one of the things I've, I've learned this year um, from a great man is to not discard anyone away. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, I it cannot discard anyone. Because God didn't discard us. Right. Right. So how do we use wisdom and effectively manage our relationships when sometimes it'll get rough? And trust me, it will get rough. Um, okay, here it is. Another taboo topic. Another taboo topic. And hold on to this. Here it is. Uh I have three I have four four words. Four words. Divorce and the church divorce and the church mm -hmm. what are our views on divorce particularly <laughs> when it comes to the christian community the christian dumb <laughs> what is our views on divorce and the church oh lord we're about to get in trouble with this one. Oh gosh because some of y'all language <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. Look, let's say Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I gotta read the scripture to you because I, I in some questions I could only go to the word, right? Because I don't have all the answers. Here it is. 
Uh, Matthew 5 and 33 says this. This is Jesus speaking. I don't want no text or no comments because this is Jesus. Jesus. He says it has been said. Anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. Somebody said you got to go down to the courthouse. <laughs> go to the court. But I tell you, anyone who divorces his wife, here it is. Uh-oh. Except for sexual immorality makes her a victim of adultery and anyone who marries a divorced woman Ooh. commits adultery. Oh. Here's the question. <laughs> do we stick with Jesus? <laughs> or do we follow the social norm? Somebody help me out with this one. At what point do you make the decision, I'm done with this? Now, now what if you tear my behind up? I got to stay because you ain't cheated. Okay, here it is. <laughs> the, RJ said she's been mocked. She's been mocked. Here it is. You raised a great question. Yeah, like, what if you abusive to me? You yeah. tear my behind up. Yeah. And I have to get, like, I got to stay in <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here what it is. You just a low life. Okay, I got you. Okay. Like, you ain't about nothing. You ain't doing yeah. nothing. You ain't trying to be nothing. Do nothing. I got to stay with that. Mm. Because it happens in our communities. It, it's, mm. it... <laughs> Domestic violence and abuse. Oh, that's a good question. Um. So, what if you married the wrong person because sometimes God didn't put us together? Hold that. Hold it. Domestic violence and abuse, mm -hmm. whether we see it or we don't see it, we agree with it or we don't agree with it. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> the comments. It is happening in our communities. And our churches and places of worship is a part of our communities. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the reality of it. Mm -hmm. Domestic violence and domestic abuse happens all over. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about a certain word called desertion. Mm -hmm. It is God's desire that married couples stay together even through disagreements and difficulties. They stay in the marriage. Desertion explains that it is okay to let a spouse leave a marriage if they wish to do so. Now, this particular context, they was referring to some unbelievers. Paul says that the believer is not bound in such circumstances and that we are to live at peace with our fellow citizens on this earth. Paul's argumentative crux is this, that God is not a lover that forces his love on us. Mm -hmm. Neither should we as believers Force our love on another human being. Let him go. The Lord absolves the believer of the responsibility to maintain the marriage when there is desertion by a marriage partner. And to answer your question, abuse is not love. It may be time to pack your bags and go. Deuces. So, it's, it's, so you can go. So the point of that. All of that was to get us to that it, in certain circumstances, you do not have to stay. Yeah. 
in something that's yeah harmful or hurtful to you yeah. that yeah. that's just how i feel yeah maybe uh uh tammy says maybe uh they are not um cool they were then so marry the new person for the first time that's a that's that's a that's a <laughs> that's a deep statement mm -hmm. and again people can change mm -hmm. um you have to make the decision you know are you uh are you do you want to stay around for that mm -hmm. um everyone needs to be loved and we don't think you should be in any, especially intimate relationship, um, that is not producing love. Um, that's just us. Um, yeah, and I think for me, if like if you get to a point where you don't love or like your person, yeah, then like especially like like them, yeah, like I'm. That's just for me. It's like I love Jamel, you know. Sometimes I may not like him at the moment, but overall I like him as a person. Yeah. I like him. I love him. Yeah. He may we, we get upset yeah. with each other and we may not like yeah. each other in that moment, but overall I like him. I love him. If I get to a point where it's like we don't love each other or we don't like each other anymore, then that's a problem for me. Yeah. I don't want to be in a relationship or and I don't want him to be in a relationship with with me or vice versa where we don't love or we don't like each other. And yeah. that we're just in it just for the sake of we don't want to be divorced correct yeah so yeah. i mean that that's just my my point and neither parties are going anywhere like so perhaps you may be in that situation now right because we genuinely believe that this is real life so perhaps you may be in that situation now perhaps somebody may be may be a victim of abuse not just physically but emotional abuse right um verbal abuse Perhaps you're in that situation now and you've been contemplating, hey, this marriage is no longer for me. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not growing. I'm being abused. I'm being hurt. Um, this marriage is no longer for me. Or relationship. Or, or, or relationship. What it may be a friendship. Yeah. There are certain friendships that is no longer beneficial for me. It's not. It's it's hurtful. It's, it's, hurtful. Mm -hmm. it's scandalous. It's filled with betraying messiness. Mm -hmm. This may not be a relationship for me anymore. Right. Perhaps I need to make an exit. And if you didn't hear anything we said today, I want you to remember the word exit. I think somebody needs to say exit. I know we gotta go. We got like five Do minutes. Do we have one? Five we minutes. We got yeah. one more tab of question. Y'all yeah. good with that? Yeah. Y'all okay to stay with us for a RJ said, I think our families, churches, and communities place too much expectation on young people to marry early. Absolutely. I think they do. Um, especially if they are engaged in sexual activities prior to marriage and then they get married. It, it, we we we've seen it ways, we've seen it so much where, you know, oh get married. Oh, what's the thing? Oh uh it's, it's better to to uh uh to marry than burn. You know, and 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 why? Whereas some of y'all burning in marriage, but let's 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 just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> another, so another taboo question we somebody wanna, get the fire. We want to ask y'all, um, just for the next couple minutes. We know we gotta go. We know we over minutes. time. We, we over time. time. But how close is too close? Can you be friends with the opposite sex? <laughs> Can you be friends with the opposite sex and how close is too close? So, like, for instance, like, if Jamel were married, but he has a, a friend that's a woman, mm -hmm. and she may or may not be married. 
it doesn't really matter. Like, how close is too close? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to answer that first part of the question. Can you be friends with someone of the opposite sex? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, you can. Absolutely. But here's the word, boundaries. I I mean, I think you can, but it's like I'm a woman, and we are emotional people. Okay. And it's like you got to be careful with that because you may be on one thing where you use like platonic, but that woman might be emotionally connecting to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I mean, I I think you can to a certain extent. And that's what Carmen just said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it has an issue to do with boundaries, right? But so so but I, I feel some way if you call another woman. Oh, that's my best friend. Her. I thought I was your best friend. You are. You are my best friend. But there are marriages. In relationships where the spouse is not the person's best friend, and let's just be real about it. Let's that's just be honest. Opposite. I'm talking about that's the opposite. No, no, I'm talking about there are mad, there are husband and wives in which they are not best friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. perhaps the husband may have a a, a a best friend that's somebody else. That's a woman. So, so speaking for me, right? Like before I met you, and even when I was with you, right? My best friend, and and, and you know, right. was a female, right? Tight. We was tight. Close. Tight. Very tight. Very close. Right? When we, me and you first started dating. Right. That was my girl right there. Right. Right? But when we got married, I had to transition and shift the relationship because now I couldn't spend all of my time with her and my focus on her. I had to build the marriage. <laughs> Um, okay, so, so what's happening in this chat? Why JB the best friend in the closet friend is two different things. Okay. <laughs> your spouse has to be able to handle, I agree with you, your spouse has to be able to handle the opposite sex, especially if that person, both parties are being respectful to the marriage. I think for me, like when we first we started go. dating and you did have a best friend, it didn't bother me because yeah. coming into the relationship, I knew that that was your best friend. Gotcha. I think for me, if you develop a friendship with somebody else as we are now and as we are married. You need to be a part of that. Why y'all best, how y'all get best friends? It's um, <laughs> a whole lot of talking going on there. going on. <laughs> and my thing is somebody... Always just thinking like the we emotional and we connect emotionally, and at some point somebody gonna catch a feeling. That's just me. I, I don't. Be I, wrong, don't I don't think but so. That's just I, me. Feelings don't have to be caught all the time. If you got a, it's I don't, I don't think so. Like if I don't, if, I think you can be in a relationship, a friend with an opposite sex, and there legit be no feelings ever exchanged. It, 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 it's very possible. possible. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Family. Uh... Well, I mean, I agree. I think, I think the issue is if you have a friend that, if you have a friend, because yeah. you do, you have yeah. friends that, that's, that are women. And, and all I'm, of them know you. Cool and all you. of them right. know you are in relationship with you <laughs> because I made sure I know my wife. So every female friend I have will have a relationship with Lakeisha Tony because what I ain't trying to do is get cut by her. <laughs> Thursday morning, 6 a.m., we got to go. Morning devotions. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We 
gotta go. We, we wait, gotta wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> we gotta go. Look, I, and, and the thing is, it's like I'm not insecure at all. So and it's like I trust Jamel. So it's like if he have friends that's the opposite sex, I do want to just know who they are. Okay. Like we okay. ain't got to be best friends. We ain't got to be buddy buddy. But we gonna have some type of relationship. Because if you go to see a conversation with my husband on a regular basis, I'm gonna know. I would know who you are. So the card is said, Kiki is gonna catch your feeling, and she gonna end up catching the case. And it's um. like the same thing with him. It's like you know, I, I do. I have, I don't know if I have opposites. I have friends that opposites. Yeah, because that's gonna be a problem. Did you have an issue? Yeah, oh, he no, got that's, issue. That's gonna be a problem. A friend that reached out. Or somebody Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. I promise you, this is it. Thirty seconds left, and and this is why I I hear what she's saying. And we gotta go. Recently, about about three weeks ago, a, a, a an, an acquaintance of hers from we've been together. We've been married for what sixteen years. Right. An acquaintance of hers over sixteen years ago reached out to her and was like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> All men know it starts with, "Hey, how you doing?" And, and I'm trying to figure out what we... And she told me about it. So I'm trying to figure out where you going with this, right? And then the end of the conversation... And, you know, she was like, hey, I'm doing well or whatever. Um, didn't engage anymore. He responds, oh, well, you know, I was just wondering, you know, if we can catch up. Excuse Nigga, why, why do you want to catch up with her? You know she married. Ain't going to be no catching up going on. Ain't happening. Um, I see you from a mile away. I see what you're trying to do. Ain't no catching up going on up in here. You want to catch up, call me, and we'll catch up. Ain't, ain't no catching up going on up in here. I tell you right now. Okay? You catch up with these hands. Thursday morning devotion. We got to go. Devotion. We thank y'all so much for joining us tonight. This was a fun conversation. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we did. Next week, we will have um, some friends with us again for our relationship series. But see you guys Thursday. And God, I wanted to fight. But God, I'm sorry. <laughs> he having a flashback, y'all. I heard about this every day for the last three weeks. But anyway... Oh, RJ, I'll tell you who the man is. I'll tell you who he is. i tell you who he is. We gonna have a problem. <laughs> the nerve of you. In any way. Anyway, we thank y'all for joining us. Y'all have a good pray. night. I gotta pray. Family we love y'all. Family. Take I, care. I got, I got to pray. <laughs> I got to pray. I got to pray. I cannot. I got to pray. <laughs>